Hey there, fellow foodies. This is Ann Campia with Girl vs. Food. And joining me as my co-host tonight is... What's going on, everybody? It's Ryan Myers. What is up, Ryan? Thanks so much for joining me. No problem. Glad to be back again. Uh, we're here to bring you our review of Food Network's Food Network Star Season 9, Episode 9. Oh, I don't even know where we're at at this point. We've gone through so many episodes. We're, we're so close to the end. Um, tonight, we saw, or last night, we saw the episode begin with Alton Brown giving them the challenge of, I think, being a problem solver, but also um, something very typical that we have we face every day. You know, the challenge of taking whatever we have in our pantry and having to transform it into something that is a well-balanced meal, that is healthy. Um, you know, you cover all the elements that you need on your dish. And uh, he gave this challenge to all the top five contenders that are left and assigned them each a meal that they had to cover, whether it be breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And you would think as a home cook, you and I, that this would be an easy task because these people, in essence, you know, they're not, they're not master chefs, for example, but um, they do this on a daily basis. You, think, you would think that they would excel in this challenge. Uh, we saw some people struggle, though, Ryan, and I, I don't know if you wanted to speak to that. Yeah, um, well, the first person that comes to my mind is Nikki. Um, she was going to use the Special K um, cereal um, for her. She made a salad. She was going to use the Special K cereal to make, like, croutons for the top of it. But uh, she burned the croutons in the oil and pretty much had to do what she didn't want to do, which was make the dish and then just kind of use the cereal as a topping, you know, spreading it on top kind of kind of lazily. Um, uh, besides her, everyone else did, you know. I kind of thought that... Um, uh, Damaris's French toast um, worked out pretty well, and some of the other people's dishes worked out well. Um, but yeah, I would have thought they would have done a little bit better in the challenge, just because it's like home stuff they have at home, and they would probably, you know, be used to making stuff like that. Um, who do you think did pretty good in this one? Um, well, you know, I always have to go with Stacy. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she cooks for her kids. I, it, it's just a skill that should be ingrained in the way she does everything in terms of what she does in the kitchen. Um, they also had to present and give a tip, though, and I think that's where a lot of people struggled as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people forgot to even give their tip. Some people were late to the game and, you know, tried to give the tip at the end and it just didn't work out. Um, and some people were trying to pull stuff out of their ass, like... Really, if, you, if you're given this challenge and you're said, okay, give a tip, and Alton is coaching you to explain why you're, you're telling the viewers to, I don't know, coat your chicken in the special K or what, whatever it was. Um, some of these people at this point, you would think that that would be an easy thing to, to accomplish. And, and again, we saw some people struggle and forget to even give a tip in their presentations. Um, there were there were some people that did really well though, uh, like you said. I think um, I think Nikki struggled, but I think uh, Damaris did just fine. Um, she's obviously turning it up a notch. Um, Stacy did fine, uh, but Nikki, I was I was definitely surprised. And it's one of those things where, like, when we start work on a Monday and you get a flat tire on a Monday, and it's like, well, shit, there goes my whole week, you know just from that one bad thing. And, and we saw that kind of down, downward spiral with Nikki this whole episode. Um, any other thoughts on that first challenge? 
Uh, I pretty much like what you're saying with the tips. I think only one person gave a tip. <laughs> and the majority of the other people, they either didn't finish on time or they left out certain elements of their dish. Um, as like, I think it was, it might have been Marissa's where she was saying, if you don't have time to, to make real French toast, you can do it this way. But she didn't really mention that. Um, so, yeah, I would think by now they would start to be, get a little bit better as far as timing and stuff on these little presentations. But so far it seems like the same people are having the same same problems. Yeah, whereas in previous seasons, I could have sworn that, you know, the people who had these issues would have fixed it by episode nine. But, yeah. um, I, I mean, everyone's not perfect, and, and these these are things that they will definitely have to improve on before their show hits the air. Uh, just I'm just a little bit shocked that we're still seeing these, these reoccurring issues with these people. Um, even though Nikki burned her croutons, she still uh, improvised, and even though she didn't transform... Uh, some elements of her dish, Alton still loved it. So yeah. good for her. She still she still totally recovered and um, actually pulled her dish off uh, surprisingly. Um, in this one, though, I, I did want to point out Stacy did seem more at ease on camera. Uh, I don't know if it's she took the critique from last episode or if she just totally forgot she's on camera. What, something happened where you know it felt like comfortable again she wasn't very fake uh what did you think of her performance i thought she was a little bit better um compared to previous outings um but um they, i can kind of see what people are saying especially like when, later in the episode when they talk about the restaurant people talk about her um how it's kind of she might come off a little but too too well prepared bubbly um and kind of a, an act or spiel but i mean i've been watching the season so far and i think she has improved compared to the first few um, obviously, to me, like, and she's your she's your pick. Uh, she's the most polished on camera, where she doesn't make many mistakes. Um, but I get it's weird. Like she's polished and does well, but then that kind of hurts her. I don't. And they kind of tell her to not be so polished and stuff. While other people like Rodney and Russell, they have trouble being on camera and being you know you know being able to hear what they say and understand what they say. So it's kind of like she's she's too good for for her own good. I guess she needs to kind of mm-hmm. tone it down. Hopefully, she can because we're almost at the end of the season. Yeah, she's kind of got the lovely syndrome going, uh, a little too polished, a little too rehearsed. And I wanted to talk about this a little bit later, but let's get to it now. Um, out of all, out of the whole season, the thing you want to do is run on the track that Damaris is running on. Mm-hmm. She went from struggling, didn't quite know her POV. Uh, she just didn't have everything together in terms of her connection with the with the audience and her cooking and all the elements that you need to be a Food Network star. And just now, in the last two episodes, she's totally turned it on. Um, a complete 180 from what we saw in the beginning of the season. And f- this is the momentum you want going into the last two episodes. Uh, Damaris is on it, and she's a very scary competitor. I wanted to point that out because Stacy, on the other hand, is struggling. And to start off so strong and to be so personable on camera and then for whatever reason forgets that how she made that connection initially from the beginning of the season and kind of start to taper off at this point, it's scary. I mean, obviously she's my pick, so everything she does, I'm watching and everything I'm double critiquing, you know, more than anybody else because she's my pick to win this season. Um, But now is the time to not start to have your flaws come out. It's too late in the game. 
And that makes me worry, and that makes me wonder whether she actually wins this season. Um, mm -hmm. And like we said before, Ryan, her biggest flaw is herself. And I think maybe she's overthinking things. Uh, maybe she forgot what made her so personable and so warm in the beginning. And I'm not saying that she's not anymore, but she's lost that connection that she made through the camera to the audience. And I'm really worried that she's not going to be able to find it in time. Yeah, I, I think it's, well, a lot of it obviously is pressure getting to the end of the season and being left with, you know, the best people on this, for this season um, contestants. But I think some of this might be that, you know, she was really good in the beginning and polished and they started giving her tips. Maybe she's overthinking it too much. So when she's giving these, you know, the little on-camera 30-second, 60-second, you know, many interview things, maybe she's thinking about it, saying something, overthinking it, trying to act differently, and it's kind of throwing her for a loop. So when she does it one way, she thinks she's doing it right, and then they're like, you know, that's too polished, you need to be more personable or whatever. And then maybe she does it again and tries to be more personal, but doesn't come off as well. So I think she's struggling going back and forth trying to find the right middle ground of being you know, personable but being you know professional and getting the point across and sound, you know, with authority but still being friendly and not sounding too fake or bubbly or you know alienating fans that might want to watch and not be see that type of person presenting. So hopefully she can work it out because I think her cooking and her on camera is together. She would have, if it was a report card, she'd have an A in both. Mm -hmm. But I think right now she's kind of struggling, and hopefully she can keep it up because, like you said, Damaris, my pick, hopefully, wins. But um, she's picking it up at the right time, and even if her food's kind of struggling, her on camera is making up for the difference. People like seeing her on camera, and they kind of give her a little pass as far as the food goes. So hopefully, you know, she can keep it up and, and, get, and hopefully win this season so I could beat you finally in one of these things. Mm, I don't know. I still think that Stacey's going to pull it out, but let, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, who our predictions are and who's left. But let's get to the, the second half or the main part of the episode, which was a menu impossible. Uh, they brought Robert Irvine in to, um, to coach the contestants, but also have the contestants revamp the menu for Phil Phil Termese in Long Beach. I've never heard of this restaurant. It's obviously local. Um, but we saw that the, their menu had a lot of classic dishes. Uh, just, But when you they presented them, they did not look good to me at all. They definitely needed a revamp. Um, and for, for our contestants to come in and make these dishes right again. Um, so Stacy had the advantage, having won the first part of the show. Um, and she actually got to go through all of the dishes, see what they were, and choose whether she wanted to keep the dish to cook and uh, revitalize herself or give it to one of the other contestants. And you could really be strategic in having this advantage. For example, knowing that Nikki does not like salmon, she gave Nikki salmon. Perfect example. And it seemed to me this whole episode, um, the way they edited it and cut it, uh, they really wanted the episode to flow with the idea of Stacy and Nikki going at it, yeah. and the two the two what we considered top dogs really duking it out in this episode. And we saw that we saw subtle hints of it, but we really saw it come across when Stacy gave Nikki the salmon. And uh, I had a feeling the whole episode one of them was going home. Obviously, I was hoping it wasn't Stacy, but the tone of everything. The way they set it up, the producers, I knew that it was going in that direction. Um, 
we'll get to eliminations in just a second, but were, were there any dishes that you think, um, you know, she, she didn't strategically, strategically give to the right person? Did, do you think Stacy did this all right? Or what did you think of her strategy in doing that? Um, I think her strategy was good. Uh, she pretty much gave everyone the dishes that she, like, like you said, salmon for Nikki. Um, I don't know if she knew or not that Damaris didn't like steak, but she gave her steak. Mm-hmm. Um, and then gave Rodney. I think anything you would have give Rodney, it wouldn't really matter because he'd throw it in a pie anyway. So chicken cacciatore in a pie or whatever, or a roll with like a hot pocket kind of. Yeah. Um, and then with Russell with the, the, the chicken, uh, stuffed chicken. So I think she did well giving everyone what she thought would be difficult and then keeping the um, the dish. She had the halibut or the crab stuffed halibut. Is that what she had? I think yeah. so. Um, so and she was happy with that dish. So yeah, I think she she picked uh, the dishes well for the contestants. But when they first brought out those dishes, I was like, you could probably go in a time machine back like 1982, and they would look exactly the same as what they do when they're now. That, the food looks so like old school, like old school restaurant stuff. So it was it was interesting to see them actually what they did to these dishes to to make them more modern and have people come in and actually want to eat them. Yeah, and I actually want to see that episode, whether it's actually going to air as, you know, with the Food Network contestants um, involved in that particular episode to see whether they can recover. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the that's the beauty of Robert Irvine's Restaurant Impossible. It's just so cool to see beginning to end the improvement in these, um, in the menu, in the, in the restaurant, in the aesthetics. Uh, Robert does a great job in... And coaching these restaurants to do better, so I'm I'm curious to see whether they'll integrate Food Network Star into the Restaurant Impossible. Um, but let's get into the struggles and highlights of the second half of the episode. Um, I was thoroughly impressed with Damaris. She had an issue right in the beginning. Um, I think with the food mill or something, or no, she had an issue with her potatoes, and then she decided, oh well. I'm going to just throw it in the food mill and the texture will be spot on. So I was I was impressed with her quick thinking and her problem-solving skills. Um, she she did really well, in my opinion. Any others that you wanted to talk about? Um, obviously, Russell, he, they said his dish was the best. Um, his, his cooking finally kind of came out on this one as far as technique, and they said they wanted a healthier uh, dish. So he did that, and it was, and it was well-prepared. Um, and then Stacy's dish was pretty good. Um, she did a good job, um, but they didn't really like her uh, presenting it as much. Um, and then um, Rodney, his was you know typical Rodney, <laughs> Rodney where it's a good idea but kind of executions off on it. Um, and then Nikki's dish was was okay, um, and then, but they had problems with her presentation, especially the the whole rice peel off issue. Would ate way too much, and she didn't even know what what it was. Yeah, I want to I want to get back to that one. I'll save that little spiel I have for the rice peel off issue in just a second. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what do I have in terms of my notes for for last night? Uh, Russell's to me his his. I'm still struggling with his POV. I don't know that it's as refined as it should be at this point. Um, I'm really happy that his cooking was finally recognized in this episode. So that was really nice. Um, but I don't know that he has the overall package yet, and I don't know that there's enough time to put that together. Um, I'll get into it right now. I, I complete. We see Nikki go home, and I just mm-hmm. want to talk about that because up until last night's episode, I didn't think she had an issue at all with authority, and nor do I ever remember them 
point highlighting that as her main struggle. I think uh, Nikki has done so well, in fact, that I thought she was going to be, if not the winner, maybe runner-up or at least in the top three. Uh, it feels to me like a little bit forced and as a viewer almost makes me question whether this whole thing is being set up. And I'm not saying that because Nikki was my girl and I wanted her to win because obviously I'm voting for Stacey. I've been saying that since day one. Um, but I've never had a problem with Nikki. I don't think you have. I don't think the judges ever have. And all of a sudden there's this issue and she can't answer this rice pilaf question and and all of a sudden she is lacking authority on camera. I just a lot of things that just aren't clicking with me. It's not consistent. And how come all of a sudden in this episode all of these issues are coming up? And also, I mean, not to hate on Russell or Rodney, but these these two consistently have had issues and have been given chances and multiple times have been on the bottom and they've they've been told, okay, well we see. We see something left, or we see something that can be fixed, so we're going to keep you in the competition. Why now, when Nikki has an issue, does do the judges say, okay, we're not happy with that, we're not happy that you don't have authority, and you're going home? It just it, it didn't feel right to me. There's something off about it. I don't know how you feel, Ryan, but I, was, I'm, I don't agree with the decision to send her home, and I, I certainly feel, as a viewer, a little bit... Um, I don't know what the saying would be, but I feel like they they duped me. Like I feel like this they're they're setting me up for something, and they already know who the winner is. Um, so it's a little bit upsetting to me, having followed this whole season, to to see someone as good as Nikki go home last night. Yeah, especially because they made it a well. Jayada said it before they started the um, the decision making that they would take all previous you know episodes or you know challenges in keep them in mind when they made the decision. So, based on that, Nikki's, I don't think she's been in the bottom three more than once, or if at all. And she's never really had any problems with presenting and her food that I know, except for yesterday's episode, while Russell and Rodney had trouble in previous, lots of episodes, been in the bottom a few times. And they just, I didn't understand why they sent her home. I would have I would have probably picked Rod, Rodney to go home, just because his food hasn't been up to par. He's good on camera, and he's you know, kind of wild, and people like to see him and stuff, but he hasn't really shown anything as far as cooking, and he's had problems presenting, too. So I'm kind of with you where I don't really see how they picked Nikki to go home when there was uh, at least two other people that I thought could have went home instead. So I'm kind of with you with I kind of think they already have some, their picks in mind for the end, and they're kind of just weeding out everyone, waiting till they get to the final three. So I hope it's not that way, but it, you're, you're right. I agree with you. It is. It seems that way. Yeah, it just it seemed rather forced, and I, it, you know, we have to question it. We definitely have to question it, and I'm really sad to see Nikki go home this soon. Um, I at least wanted to see her promo and, and see what she had going for it because I think in, it, out of all the people that are left, she has one of the most refined and one of the most straightforward point of views out of anybody. And like I think Alton pointed out, it's the most relevant at this time when people are trying to eat a little bit more healthy and go with meatless Mondays or what, do whatever they need to do to eat more veggies and less meat or whatever. I loved everything about her point of view. And so we'll see. I mean, I, I, 
really 99% expected her to go into the final three, and now we're not going to see her. So now we have Russell, we have Stacy, we have Rodney, and we have Damaris left in our top four. Um, in the next episode, we'll quickly see one person go, and we'll get right into the to them filming their three promos. So we're right there, Ryan. And I, I don't know, because maybe Nikki going home has jaded me for, for this next episode, but I'm not as excited I don't as I should be, I think, for this coming episode. Um, I don't know. Thoughts? Um, yeah, I, well, she should have been in the final. I think they do three pilots. She should have been in the final three. But probably it should have been all three girls. Um, so having her out, it makes it easier for the judges to pick a winner because they knocked out one of the better contestants. So yeah, I kind of I wanted to see the best three people do the pilots and then vote on that. So we'll have to see who they. I'm, yeah, I don't be, I don't know if you want to do predictions for the three that are going to be out, but I'm kind of thinking Ronnie's going to be the one that gets kicked out. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I know somebody had commented on her on her YouTube page before I even had even seen the episode that this is the worst top four ever, yeah. and I almost think they said that obviously because they were voting for Nikki, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm curious to see what you all think also. Um, so next week we see, like we said, we see uh, we quickly get into uh, them shooting their, their promos for the final episode uh, where we get to vote who the winner is. Um, predictions, you said, you said you think Rodney's going home? Yeah, I I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm going to say Rodney too. I think so. But luckily for us, both of our picks are still in it. Yeah. Um, there's something else I wanted to point out. Oh, we get to see Guy Fieri next week. Pretty awesome. I think he's, you know, the Food Network star. Um, they found a real, uh, needle in the haystack or diamond in the rough or whatever yeah. you want to say with Guy Fieri. He has single-handedly changed the way Food Network is, uh, with his, uh, not only culinary expertise, but just his on-camera personality. He epitomizes what a Food Network star should be. So I'm happy that they're bringing him on for the second to the last episode. I think he's the perfect person to be in there talking with them, coaching them, telling them um, what Bob and Susie are looking for. Uh, any thoughts on next week's episode? Yeah, it should be cool. He's like the perfect example of what winning that competition can do for you as far as career-wise. There's been other people that have won, and they can they get their shows and stuff. But he's by far the I, I'd argue he's probably the biggest star they have on that channel, just because he's done so many other shows on other channels and stuff, and they have all the restaurants and stuff he, they have in his name on it, and selling his stores. So it's a good example for them. And he's and he's his show, the Diner Driving the Dive, is like one of my favorite shows on that channel. So he knows how to produce the shows, and I think he'll be he'll give them good tips and help them do the best that they can for their promo, so they can hopefully. America can vote and pick them so they can be the next Food Network star. There it is. We're, we're down to the last two episodes. Um, you guys, let us know what you think. At this point, I don't know who's going to win. I don't know if Ryan knows. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I mean, we obviously have our picks, but it could, who, who knows? It could be Russell. It could be Rodney. I don't know. Um, so, Ryan, until next week, where can we tweet you and tell you that Damaris is not going to win, and Stacy's going to win. <laughs> uh, those can go in the trash. If you want to send the Damaris winning tweets, or if you want to complain about how Nikki got kicked off, we can go back and forth on that. Um, I'm on Twitter at, at RY Myers, M Y E R S 25. 
And I'm also on Twitter, at AnnCampia. Go ahead and start the Stacy's going to take this all bandwagon tweets. Um, I will join right along with everybody in, the, in leading this effort to have Stacy be the next Food Network star. Um, let us know what you guys think. I'm curious at this point, now that Nikki's off the show, if you guys have any other picks, any other thoughts, whatever, uh, let us know. We're, we're very curious and happy to hear from you guys. So um, until next week, Ryan, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a long season, but we're almost there. Well, we're on the home stretch, so a couple more episodes, and then when Demers wins, you can you know, finally give in that I want something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making any bets, but, you know, everyone, uh, before I forget, subscribe, find us on iTunes if you want the audio version, um, follow us on the YouTube channel for more reviews, and until next week, everybody, happy eating. <laughs>